welcome to Dads with Daughters. In this show, we spotlight dads, resources, and more to help you be the best dad you can be. Welcome back to the Dads with Daughters podcast, where we bring you guests to be active participants in your daughter's lives, raising them to be strong, independent women. Really excited to have you back again this week. Every week, I love being able to sit down with you, talk to you about the journey that you are on with your own daughter, because it is unique. It's so unique. My journey is different than your journey, is different than our guest's journey. And and that's important. It's important because each one of us is going to father in a little bit different way. However, what that means, though, is that it is still important for us to be able to talk with one another, to work with one another, to be able to learn from one another. Because with us being able to learn from each other, you're going to be able to be an even stronger father. You're going to be a better father for your daughter, more engaged, and even having more tools in the toolbox to be able to aid you in this journey that you're on. That's why every week I love bringing you different guests that are going through father and different going through fatherhood in different ways, and they are learning as they go, just like you are learning as you go. And this week we've got another great guest. Jason Flashner is with us, and Jason is a father of a daughter, and he has a young daughter. He's a first time dad, and about a year ago, and as a part of that, he's been learning and growing along with his daughter. He's a musician. He lives in Long Island. And I'm really excited to have him on the show today to learn more about him and about his own journey. Jason, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks a lot for having me, Chris. I appreciate it. Well, it is my pleasure having you here today. I love starting off the show by delving a little bit deeper into you as a dad. And I guess first and foremost, I know that your daughter was born a little over a year ago. And as you think back, to that first moment, that first moment when you found out that you were going to be a father to a daughter, what was going through your head? It blew me away. I don't know if, if you mentioned my age. I definitely don't mind if you did, uh, but I am on the older side at 48. So I was 47 when I found out and uh, my wife and I, we tried and it happened uh, very quick, thankfully. But I do remember when I when I found out, it was like, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but we were away in Florida. And when we came back, she basically, within a week, about a week or maybe two weeks later, she was feeling nauseous. And she said, I really think I might be. And I just, I was saying, no way, there's not a chance. And she took a test and she was. And uh, as far as what did I feel exactly, I don't know, but it was, it was an incredible, amazing feeling. Now, at that point, you knew that you were pregnant. Now, what was going through your head when you finally found out that you were going to be a dad to a daughter? I was thrilled. It was no matter when we had the, the gender reveal party, uh, just a little thing we did. I was going to be fine with no matter what it was. I was excited if it was going to be a boy. I thought about all the things I could do. I was equally as excited if it was going to be a girl. And it really didn't matter to me just as long as she was born happy and healthy, which she, thank God, was. Talk to a lot of dads along the way. And as I talk to them, many of them talk about that there's some fear in raising daughters, fear of the unknown, fear of just not knowing what your daughter will go through, lots of different fears. What would you say has been your biggest fear or is your biggest fear that you see for yourself in raising a daughter? One of my first fears was I was afraid of the sleep habits and you know, I'm in my routine and I was afraid my sleep habits would be drastically changed, but they haven't. Callie is an amazing sleeper and she's been really great. I definitely fear 
even when we're in the living room and one of the things she always wants to go to if it's around is our iPhone. So her screen time is great. She doesn't need to watch much TV. She's very, very happy. Like I said, I definitely get worried about in the future technology. That's one of my biggest fears for everything, really. Technology is ever evolving and you have to set limits, but you also have to set standards and have good conversations along the way to be able to figure out what works for your own family. We've talked a lot about that throughout the years in regards to what we've done with our own daughters, but also I've talked to other dads about the concerns, the challenges of bullying or other things. So yeah, definitely technology is one thing that you have to be careful of along the way, especially as they get into ages where they get into social media. And who knows, by the time your daughter is at that age, who knows what the other concerns might be. Exactly. Things evolve real quick. They definitely do. Now, I said that your daughter is one. And as you have been a new parent, hopefully you're getting some sleep now. But as you look at your life with your daughter now, what's been the hardest part of being a father to a daughter? Hard to say because I I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, but she's been a perfect baby so far. She sleeps great. She eats incredible. It hasn't been that hard. I, I think the challenge comes about about worrying. I, I just always want her to be safe and, and, and thinking about things in the future like that. Well, you mentioned some fears in regards to worrying about the future, about keeping her safe. What are you doing to alleviate those fears for yourself? I have a good support group I speak with. I'm always asking them questions. And it's actually a funny thing being like a musician who I'm trying to promote myself. I have questions like where do I draw the line like about about using technology and stuff and I try to make myself private to some extent on Facebook but that's definitely been a fear. I know your daughter is young but as you think about the day-to-day the things that you get to do with your daughter talk to me about some of the special moments the things that the things that really light you up so far in that engagement in that opportunity that you have to be able to to just be together. It's amazing to be with her. Whenever I'm around her, she's not home right now, but whenever I'm here, I like love to be next to her. She's always smiling, always laughing. I'm on the floor with her, crawling around, and it's been the best year of my life. I wish I could afford to retire and spend all my time with her. It's so much fun when you get to have those times together and be able to just get on the floor and get engaged in so many different ways because you know, as you are doing that, you're building such strong bonds with your daughter. And definitely it's both fun, exhilarating, sometimes exhausting, but I definitely remember those times, even though my kids are now 18 and a half and 15. So for me, it was a long time ago, but I still remember it. And it was it was a lot of fun when they were that age. All my friends, sorry to interrupt that, all my friends, when they see her, they, they reflect back. Their kids are pretty much the same, 15, 13, 18 years old. And they see Callie and it brings back memories. You hear the term a lot. I love this stage. Now, I know that you are a musician, that you are balancing both work and raising your daughter and being a engaged husband. Talk to me about balance and what you have had to do to be able to balance everything for yourself. As far as balancing everything goes, really fortunate to have a wife who does a lot. And I'm a teacher by day and I come home and I it's my turn to take over with Callie. But Deanna's been amazing helping me with she knows that music is my passion. She supports me full like as much as she can. And um like I said, she's been an amazing mom. Like to watch her really connect with Callie is is just an incredible thing. 
But as far as balance goes, as soon as I get home, I just, I love to spend time with Callie. So as soon as my work day is over, it's like I go into basically Callie mode and dad mode and Callie's in bed by seven o'clock every night. I mean, it is tough. I've definitely given up some things, but overall, I wouldn't change a thing. Now, as you mentioned, you are a teacher by day, your father by night, husband by night, and you want to continue to do your music on the side as well to be able to continue with that passion. and. It can't be easy to be able to fit everything in. So talk to me about your music and and where that passion for music comes from. started playing late in life at about 28 years old, but I became really passionate about it right away, taking lessons. And, and eventually the same instructor that taught me guitar taught me drums and bass guitar. And I put it down on the shelf for a little while. I was like very much into fitness and health and everything. And then uh, once... COVID happened. We went on lockdown and my passion for music really reignited. And I started doing a lot more recording and everything. So next thing I knew, I had an album recorded and music's a big passion of mine. It is tough to sometimes balance it all, but I do love music. Speaking of your music, I know that you recently wrote a song and created a video for your daughter called Baby Girl. And and it came out back in February. And talk to me about that song and specifically how your daughter inspired you to not only write it, but to perform it and to put it out into the world. It just really came easy. She really was one of the first lyrics that talks about never felt the power of a miracle. And everything in the song is exactly how it happened. So it was really one of those easy songs to write. And in this day and age with the iPhones, there's so the video came also easy, actually, because we're taking... Uh, thousands of hours of photos and videos so I had tons of footage to look through yeah and the funny thing is that whenever I play that when Callie was six months old she'd be crying or if she was crying we would play that song whether it be the recording of it or I'd have a guitar in my hand I'd play it and she would stop crying immediately like in the car whenever my wife would be driving with her if Callie would cry she would put that song on and immediately stop crying Callie might cry again if the song ended and Deanna would put it back on, and Callie would stop crying again. So that connection with us, and she does that with a lot of my music. She loves to hear me play already. She's very like fascinated with it all. But that connection is one that I definitely cherish. Now, as you continue on in your life, as you move forward, as your daughter gets older, how do you want to continue to share your music with her? Whenever I'm on the floor playing with her, it's oftentimes with uh, there's a bongo around or a ukulele a little piano. I have a stand-up piano that I'll bring it to and I'll, and I'll put her on it. So I have a feeling she's going to take the music. And if she doesn't, it really, I am definitely planning on being a dad that lets her do what she wants to do. But if she gravitates toward music like she is, that would be great also. Talk to me a little bit about how you put your music out into the world. I know that you put this out on social and you've got your channels and things like that. But, but how do you, as a musician, get out in front of others? I mean, are you performing? Do you have specific places in New York where you're performing on a regular basis so that people get to hear your music? Before COVID, I was performing all over Long Island at bars and wineries, places like Long Beach and Fire Island. And once COVID hit, I started getting much more into recording. And before COVID, I, I really didn't do much recording at all. And then once I started getting into recording, I, my, that became my main focus. My original songs became my main focus. But fortunately, like in the summers, I'm a, I'm a school teacher. So I'm off in the summers and I started getting parties and playing like uh, for the Babylon 
where I live in the town of Babylon. I play for the festivals and for the Chamber of Commerce and things. So I, I get shows. And then once I get shows, people, I give out business cards. And I often would get parties in the summer, which I love playing, like backyard Long Island parties all summer long. That's my primary way of playing out now. Well, this song that you wrote, Baby Girl, is definitely very personal. And as you said, you have a support system. You've got other dads that you go to and you connect with. Have you shared the song with them and what kind of response have you gotten from other dads? I shared it with them. Actually, Deanna and I had gotten married just after I wrote the song and I played it at my wedding and, and people seem to really, really like it. I or I remember it was just having a flashback to my wedding, people coming, rushing up to me, telling me they love the song. They really connected with it. Yeah. And it's out there on social media. I get I get people messaging me about the song and I'm excited about it. It's actually been on two FM stations here, one in New York called WFUV-FM and 94.3 The Shark. And I noticed I'm always looking at statistics of my songs. And once they go on, on a radio station here, they seem to get like a big jump in the amount they get shazammed, like which, you know, people hear the song and they and they put their phone up to hear who sings it. So it's definitely good publicity. I'm excited about it. The song's doing very well. I appreciate you sharing that. Now, we always finish our interviews with what I'd like to call our Fatherhood Five, where I ask you five more questions to delve deeper into you as a dad. Are you ready? I'm ready. In one word, what is fatherhood? Amazing. When was a time that you finally felt like you succeeded at being a father to a daughter? When I held her in my arms first five minutes of her life. As your daughter gets older, how do you want your daughter to describe you as a dad? I'd like her to say that I'm somebody who let her do what she wants, as I said earlier, because I do plan on doing that. But that knew when it was time to put my foot down and tell her maybe she shouldn't do what she was thinking about doing. As a school teacher for 19 years, I've seen a lot of bullying and, and things like that. And I, I just plan on trying to help her avoid all those situations as much as possible. I know it's really hard in this day and age, but I definitely plan on being there for her and supporting her in any of those. And I hope she would say that in the future, I'm sure. Who inspires you to be a better dad? My father has always been there at all my soccer games and all my events growing up, pretty much never missed a single event and still would go to any of my shows that he's around when they're not in Florida over here. You've talked about your own experience, but as we finish up today, what's one piece of advice you'd want to give to every dad? I mean, Callie's only one year old, so it's hard for me to be giving advice. But I guess as a teacher for all these years, I think it's important to really hear them out and uh, understand that everybody's different. It's a crazy, evolving world we live in, and we have to understand that that's what our kids are growing up in. And I think that the only advice I could give is just really listen to them, communicate with them, and make sure we are truly listening and hearing them out. Jason, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being here today. If people want to find out more about you, your music, where should they go? They could always go to my website at jasonflashner.com, preferably, or you could definitely follow me on Spotify. Follow Jason Flashner. Really type in Jason Flashner anyway. You could see I have a lot of videos out there. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And it was great being on your show. My pleasure having you here. And I wish you all the best. Thank you very much. We know that no child comes with an instruction manual, and most dads are figuring it out as they go along. And the Fatherhood Insider is full of resources and information that will up your game on fatherhood. Through our extensive course library, interactive forum, step-by-step -step roadmaps, and more, you will engage and learn with experts, but more importantly, dads like you. So check it out at fatheringtogether.org. If you are a father of a daughter and have not yet joined the Dads with Daughters Facebook community, there's a link in the notes today. Dads with Daughters is a program of Fathering Together. Find out more at fatheringtogether.org. We look forward to having you back for another great guest next week. 
all geared to helping you raise strong, empowered daughters and be the best dad that you can be. We're all in the same boat And it's full of tiny screaming passengers We spend the time We give the lessons We make the meals We buy them presents Bring your A-game Cause those kids are growing fast The time goes by just like a dynamite blast Calling astronauts and firemen Carpenters and muscle men Get out and be the world to them Be the best dad you can be Be the best dad you can be